Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up Simpsons. This episode is brought to you by Summa. Heard of it? I have heard of it. We are also brought to you by Friendship. Ooh. Heard of that? I hope. Mm, we are coming to you, um, just the two of us, as Will Smith once sang, <laughs> um, Allie and Julia, with no guest. Um, we are here in the middle of Summa, talking to you about Summa and Simpson Summa. And how many times can I say Summa? The S in uh, Summa stands for Springfield. It does! And the <laughs> S in Summer stands for Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a Summa versus Summer. <laughs> um, no homers uh, kind of argument. So uh, we wanted to talk about Summa because, of course, yes, it is summer, but also there are so many iconic summer moments oh, yeah. in The Simpsons. So, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, take some time to discuss it. Maybe we'll go into the theme park stuff that they Ooh. do. That's a very summer thing. Um, maybe we'll, you know, talk about just uh, crippling heat. Yes. And how, you know, it's it's too hot to call people on the phone. I don't know. Is that the line? Oh, it's too hot today. We'll get into that. But yeah, I'm just uh I'm just I'm just happy to to talk about this because I feel like, you know, we talk a lot about how The Simpsons really gets childhood right with mm -hmm. their specifics, but I also feel like they get that summer feeling right. And I guess those two can kind of go hand in hand in like that very sandlot kind of way you know yeah. kid adventures happen in the summer yeah absolutely but yeah yeah i definitely think of simpsons and summer like being one with each other like obviously they do christmas great they do other things great but if i had to categorize it into one season i would say summer for sure yeah what I really enjoy about really any TV show is like the special holiday episodes. Yes. Because it feels like an added joy to mix up, you know, uh, the normal protocol for it. Of course, Simpsons is famous for their Halloween episodes of and course. that being, you know, such a standout, but, and also Christmas episodes. Like I, I know that this is a tradition that dates all the way back to, I want to say, TV shows from the 50s, if you mm. can believe it. People were making TV then. <laughs> but I, I I always really enjoy that. I think that it's it's just a fun departure from the normal world. And especially if The Simpsons can get out of Springfield, that's always a good time. I agree. Another reason that Simpsons and Summer kind of go hand in hand with me, I think, is that that probably is when I did my most DVD watching. Because mm. Summer, no school. Yeah. Um, but also, as a child, if you don't have a car or a like a rich friend who can take you to a pool um <laughs> with I... their driver or with <laughs> i just imagine when you say rich friend i imagine those like um those little battery operated cars that <laughs> yes. rich kids oh my would God. always have no one under a certain amount of wealth uh got yeah. to have one of those cars i didn't get one of those absolutely did not i didn't even get one of the pedal ones no way I just Absolutely had to walk not. like a fucking loon. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, I, I definitely was spoiled in terms of my toy riches, but it was more just that I had a lot of them rather than like, I never had like the big ticket item until mm -hmm. Santa brought me a trampoline, mm. um, which we... A trampoline. <laughs> trampoline, which is a very summery moment, by the way. I didn't put that in my list of uh, of moments, but Homer and the trampoline. Yeah, you're right. I would even say Stampy has a summer feel. There, there is a summer feel to Stampy. <laughs> Makes me think of that Jonathan Richmond song. Um, yeah, I think trampolines are a very summer thing. Mm -hmm. If we were doing like a draft right yeah. now of, of summer things, I'd draft trampolines. I think because you can't really jump on a trampoline in cold weather. Um, maybe something about the <laughs> physics of it won't uh, make it work as well. Um, I remember speaking of rich kids, mm -hmm. there was a rich kid that I grew up with who had a trampoline in his backyard and, uh, he had a mini fridge in his fucking room. Wow. And, uh, I remember it was always filled with like full size candy bars that I'm sure his parents got from Costco. Wow. 
I know. There's truly nothing more lux than that. That, you know, that does kind of make me think about how some of the most extravagant things in childhood brain really are not that much money. It really is just yeah. having a considerate, thoughtful parent that thinks of how it would be fun to have a mini fridge. Like I a know. mini fridge is like $100 if you yeah. get it used. And candy bars, yeah, not so expensive. I know, but still, it's it's it was an indulgence. My entire childhood was driven by one question, Mom, can I have this? Of course. And it would often be in the checkout line at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I remember one time at... Impulse buys. Uh, yeah, I remember one time at Smart and Final... I managed to finally get my mom to say, yes, I'll buy you a candy bar. (laughs) But because that is a bulk store, I think I like tore one candy bar from a box and they're like, ma'am, you have to buy the whole box. And my mom turned to me and she was like, well, then no deal. (laughs) I was so close. It was greatness was in my hand and then I had to put it back. Um, But yeah, I remember this kid going back to to the rich kid, um, full size candy bars and he told me, and I don't even know if humble bragging was something I would clock at that. I mean, it was pre it being coined, but I remember him talking about how he slept on his trampoline the other night, um, like overnight mm-hmm. in a sleeping bag and was complaining about the frost that was on his <laughs> face. And I was like, oh, poor you. <laughs> I, I have done that. I've slept both on top of and underneath a trampoline. I had a, a gigantic, wonderful trampoline, and I I am truly the luckiest girl who's ever lived because of it. <laughs> so aside from trampolines, and to keep in uh, theme with Martin and rich kids, yeah. um, I just want to talk about, I feel like we could talk about the best summer episodes, obviously. We've already talked about Summer Four Foot Two with Aaron Mallory yeah. Long. Yes. Um, but I think Bart of Darkness is yes. the number one summer episode, mm-hmm. and... Martin has so many perfect moments in it. Yeah. Um, I find it very hard to narrow down my favorite moments from that. But if we wanted to play it, I did love just the idea of... So I'm sure you remember this episode quite well, audience. But there is a pool, like a mobile pool truck. Yes. And it is such a wonderful idea i don't know if that is real but seeing that as a kid who didn't have a pool it made me constantly check up and down the street right like is this gonna come is it a real thing also talking about how when you're a kid you don't have a car you don't have access to much you're at you know the beck and call of um your parents and where they want to drive you um i felt like you know the closest that we got to a glimpse into the outside world was when the uh, ice cream truck came to us. So we were constantly surveying the streets for the ice cream truck. And I remember having a similar thought with like the pool truck. And I would wager that the pool truck is not a real thing. It feels very cartoony and invention of the Simpsons, but um, jacuzzis in the back of stretch limos are a thing. So Um, it's pretty much the same. And I guess the, the, the chili uh, truck when everyone's trying to cool down. Oh, yeah. uh, that is kind of just a food truck. So that is real. Yeah, that is real. <laughs> um, so, yes, let us play uh, that clip. Ah, oh, face it, Bart. Our salvation isn't just going to roll by on the back of some stupid truck. <laughs> Whoa, I got to replace that window. I snatched five bathing suits, all Martins. Take your best shot. I'm wearing 17 layers. <laughs> I brought this on myself. Okay, little dudes, time's up. Everybody out. Time's up? So long, Lise. I'm going to stow away underwater and go where the pool goes. Have a good life. <gasps> Sorry, Bart, dude. We gotta fill this thing with Epsom salts and jam it on over to the old folks' home. Oh, well. Same time tomorrow, Otto? <laughs> no way, man. One day of summer is all we're budgeted for. I guess it is kind of a tease. Dad? 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 Yes, Lisa? Dad, as you know, we've been swimming, and we've developed a taste for it. 
We both agree that getting our own pool is the only way to go. Now, before you respond, you must understand that your refusal would result in months and months of... Can we have a pool, Dad? 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 I understand. Let us celebrate our new arrangement with the adding of chocolate to milk. We got it. It makes me want to watch the whole episode. It is so good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I never really partook in the can we have a blank dad um, mm. attitude, but I really uh, still, I think as a kid, you're just kind of like, well, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Even though I don't do it, it's what we do. I don't know if I ever had that, except, and this is perhaps the most bizarre example, and I don't know why it was so important to my sister and I, Mm -hmm. but um, my uh, mom moved us um, from the house we were born in to, starting at age five, the house I spent my childhood in, not too far away from the previous house. It was a real mind fuck. <laughs> but um, I remember during the search for like whatever the new house was going to be, my m- sister and I begging my mom for a house with a red door. <laughs> we were so like, it's got to have a red door. That's so funny because you could paint a door. You could paint a door. But then sure enough, that Suzanne Prescott found a house with a red door oh my god which i think was a total coincidence i mean good lord but it was like weird maybe we were just really affected by elizabeth arden red door of course (laughs) um or what is the sixth sense oh the sixth sense oh (laughs) sense. (laughs) there are red there's a red door in that yeah Um, i may have begged for um disney world but who, which kid doesn't? Did you? Well, I, I asked for snow every single year of my life mm. from Santa. And my dad would like, you know, use the hose to water the grass so it would get frosty. Oh, my God. And I was very happy about that. Really? Yes. How old are you? Um, like seven. Um, That's but then, so sweet. It's so sweet. Um, <laughs> such a good dad. I know. But why didn't they take me an hour away to mm. the snow? <laughs> then you don't have. Then you don't have a good dad. <laughs> but my wish was that it would rain in Long Beach. Like that was my wish. I really, really. You wanted just described basically a Hallmark movie of like <laughs> snowy from Santa or yeah. like something <laughs> snow from Santa starring what's her face from High School Musical. Oh, Tisdale. No. No. The other one. Hudgens? Yeah, Hudgens! <laughs> Get Hudgens in there. The Christmas t- switch, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that movie was um, something else. The movie was something. Yeah, I watched it with my cousins. But we're not talking about Christmas. Or cousins. We're or talking cousins. about We're talking about summer and what it means to be summer. <laughs> what is What is summer? Well, I feel like... There is, we mentioned, of course, Summer Forfeit 2 is the ultimate summer episode. Of course. Um, They go to a small summer town. And that was truly the first introduction of people doing things like that and going to the Hamptons or going to like those sort of beach communities. Maybe because I'm a easy breezy, beautiful SoCal surfer gal Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, that I already have the beach and and didn't consider that. But that I feel like we can take that off the table. That's not up for debate on whether or not it's a summer um, episode. Um, But I want to also say that you get glimpses of summer without it being a summer episode earlier in the Simpsons. And I forget exactly what episode, so this is from but when homer gets stuck in a uh, water slide <laughs> at mount splashmore yes it's the h2o and i'm just gonna play it and we're gonna listen to it and it's gonna be great looks like there's a jam in delta sector huh. well it's too big to be human i'll send down a few kids that you dislodge it roger so i found out that that is actually from the episode brush with greatness it's the 18th episode of the second season so yeah i was right early (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just love uh i'm sure we can go on and on about um water park memories Mm -hmm. and how some of that is um 
but I, I love Homer getting stuck, but I, I particularly love all the kids like being so excited to race down the slide and then getting stuck. Cause I also feel like a big part of going to uh, water parks is, you know, like how agonizing waiting for your turn to go on a water slide is. And I felt, I felt for those children and finally being free. <laughs> I'm terrified of water parks. I oh, think really? I've only been once as kind of an adult. Well, I was like, you know, I was probably like 17 or I actually probably would have been like 19 the first time I actually went. Um, I don't know how to swim unless I'm plugging my nose. And I'm very afraid of going down a tunnel. And wow, I didn't so know this. it is truly the, to me, the last place I would ever want to be. So interesting. If, if I were, if I were trying to be on The Bachelor and they asked like, what is the, your like worst date? Like I would say water park and that's where my, my final chance. Your with the one on one would definitely be, it would be the first one on one out of the gate. And, and so you'd I be would like, immediately oh, lose. bad impression. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> then you get to go in Bachelor in Paradise. Hell yeah. You just, you just wait in the that's beach a big, water. It's a big water slide. That's a big water slide um, I, was, I thought you were gonna say that because I, I know a lot of people are freaked out by water parks because of like the, the piss <laughs> <laughs> because of the well, i was gonna say because of like germy reasons general germy reasons it is a you know a cesspool of mm, a of lot course. of different things and piss yeah um i i band-aids. enjoy them Ugh. i know and band-aids yeah i enjoy them probably because i was kind of raised on them through going to like summer day camp and that being one of the field trips we would go on yeah um, though nothing hurts quite like the <laughs> hot 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 cement <laughs> that you have to walk on barefoot um at a water park like i i feel like i still have burns deep in in the crevices of my feet that's so funny because of it yeah but i enjoy i get i love a good lazy river that's something that i enjoy that sounds nice i do love being in the water but Boy, maybe one day I'll find the right uh, water park for me. Listeners, let me know if there's a particularly great water park uh, that you've been to. (laughs) I'll travel. Okay. (laughs) I'm not working right now. I'll travel. Speaking of Burns, uh, (laughs) I wish it was Mr. Burns, but that's not even where I'm going. I I just wanted to play the clip of basically when the heat wave comes to Springfield. Yes. Because uh, as someone who has only seems to live in places that are upstairs with no ac or anything you're just left with a fan yeah um and actually i will say i grew up extremely lucky in terms of we had central air and my mom keeps it so cold that in the summer i would have to wear a snow jacket and i'm no. not even kidding you um but everyone else loved it and um did so you get like sick all the time i was sick quite a lot but oh my um my mom loves it to be ice cold and it's funny because when the neighbors would come by to ask a question or something or just like borrow something or say hi they would come in and be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And they would sit for a long time. That's a validation she was seeking. And then they would be like, I forgot why I'm here. And it was like a very funny <laughs> memory. Like your mom runs a summer cult. I think she might. <laughs> forgot why I was here. Oh, good. Look at this pamphlet. Um, so let's listen to that clip. Heatwave hits Springfield. Well, you're certainly doing your job today, Mr. Sun. Oh, rats. And here we have the world-famous Beatles, exactly as they looked performing on the Ed Sullivan Show. I hardly think it's fair to be charged full price. I'm up to my knees in the original cast of M.A.S.H. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Homer, my hat goes off to you. It's cool in here, boy. For the rest of the summer, we can live inside the refrigerator. Homer, the fridge wasn't meant to be used this way. Although I must say, it's certainly refreshing. I got the idea when I noticed the refrigerator was cold. Won't this overload the motor? Marge, can you set the oven to cold? Uh, I relate so much to Homer uh, using the fridge. 
I remember seeing that as a child and being like, that's genius. It's, it is genius. Yeah. And by the way, in case you haven't seen that clip in a while and you're wondering what that disgusting sound is, it's very cute when you're watching the visual, but yeah. disgusting by itself. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but it is Maggie climbing onto a jello and falling asleep sure, on it. Sure reminds me of my cat Moon Man the most in that very moment. I feel like, like that'd be something kitty. Moon Man would do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what were some of your creative, crafty kid solutions to heat wave? Um, so, so my... I didn't have a pool as we have addressed, but I did have a big ice bucket and I would fill it with water and I would sit in it. And was that, that like any other bucket? It was it was just like a like a metal bucket and I would have to sit like I couldn't like sit cross legged. I had to have my knees into my chest, but I'd put on a swimsuit, I would fill it with water, and then I would hold the hose and put my thumb down on the opening so then it would rain on me. That's good. And I did that until I was about fourteen. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. I love it. <laughs> uh, the thing I would do, um, <laughs> probably at an age later than I should have, but who's counting and who cares? But um, I had uh, a blanket that was my baby blanket, Blanky. Mm-hmm. I had Blanky. B- Blanky was uh, my pal yeah, for of course. my entire childhood. And it was, I think, sewn by my mom or either by Aww. my mom's cousin. But it was like this really soft cotton, this little pink like baby print on it. It was just the best little Blanky in Aww. the world. Mm, yeah, I know. And I would put Blanky in um, the freezer. Yes, that's <laughs> the best. And then I would go to bed because my mom didn't have central air in mm-hmm. our house. And we lived in North Hollywood, the valley which is, you know, some people may know one of the hottest pits of hell that you could possibly <laughs> live in in the Los Angeles area. And um, so that was a real character building test of not having AC growing up. And so I can't remember when I stopped doing that. But I also was like, it was beyond like, it's not that I'm a baby that needs comfort from Blinky. I just need <laughs> something to and help cool. with this heat. And uh, I just remember my mom opening the freezer and being uh, surprised by it. <laughs> like, looking for peace and being like oh shit what the fuck and it was Uh, all tattered by then anyway uh listeners let us know what your hack is to stay cold uh during this break Mm. going into a bullseye interview i know it's somebody who does amazing work but if it's an actual conversation i don't know where it's headed Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You said it actually better than I did, so I have to think about what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this this, this is the straight talk that that you're going to get on this show. Bullseye. Creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Break. What a great break. One funny thing, one side effect of uh, putting frozen items, uh, even if it's something like a blanket, um, on you when it's hot is you often smell like the other stuff in the fridge and <laughs> the freezer. I've, I recently <laughs> learned that because I, I got a little gel mask, like a little eye mask yes. that I put in the fridge and put it on my face when I sleep when it's really hot because it really helps. And I yeah, sometimes yeah. will put it on like my my ears or like something that... People say you should use that for de-puffing your eyes or something. Yes, some yes. Thing. And for staying cool. Hey. But it smells like food. <laughs> what kind of food? Uh, just whatever's in there. <laughs> for me, it smells yeah. like fruits because I keep it in my fruit mm, bin. But... Well, well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I relate. I remember having back in my mom's place like a gel mask that maybe she got it like some spa spa thing mm-hmm. and putting it in the freezer and you got to be careful where you put it in the freezer because you know freezers can get grimy and i do remember like being like oh god please and, you know putting it on my face to go uh to sleep on a summer night and like bits of like just dirt and shit like just being like <laughs> on my face and like Ugh! like waking up with it like in my eyes like you have to really maybe put it in like a little ziploc bag. i think that's probably what everyone else else except for us does <laughs> um so we can't talk about freezers and not play this next oh clip oh boy what looks like somebody's hugging dust ice cream <laughs> well i should write these down more coming um uh, i'm looking for something in an after dinner burrito you'll have it in 45 seconds sir to pass the time please enjoy this novelty pen why would I want to look at a pen with it? Oh, no! Her clothes are coming off! 
<laughs> hey, you know who would love this? Man. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off! <laughs> Look at this mess. Where is that elderly old man? Old man! Old man! Hey, look! A freezer man! Wait a minute. There is a note. I have frozen myself so I may live to see the wonders of the future. Thaw me out when robot wives are cheap and effective. P.S. Please alter my pants as fashion dictates. Um, so perfect. The the moment following that makes me laugh so much of when he thinks that he is in the future and then he sees moon pies <laughs> and goes, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That, uh, I feel, is, is a little timely for us to discuss it. Even though this... I don't know if you listen to this American Life. I know they do a lot mm-hmm. of reruns. Um, so maybe a rerun, but they just aired an episode that was talking about cryogenics. Oh. And uh, it just felt very like, hmm, something's in the air. Maybe people are freaking out over the apocalypse and they want to <laughs> be so frozen scary. until we're on Mars. Would you want to be frozen in time? No, I want to die and be done forever. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna not be a burden to the next generation. Like I don't feel like you'd wake up and things would be better. I I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't think that I would want to... If, if we're talking like real, real, real talk practicality purposes, and if somebody was like, hey, we will make it possible for you to be cryogenically frozen and then like unthawed in the future, you gotta imagine that that future is not going to contain any of your loved ones. Yeah. You're going to be, you know, constantly tormented by the revelation that everyone that you know is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and unless they are all part of the same deal. Um, yeah, I, I just don't, I'm not as like future focused in that way where like the benefits of like cool gadgets are not something <laughs> that would entice me. I don't know. Yeah. It does make me want to watch all of Futurama right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Let's just take a nut. No. Should we do a Simpsons, I mean, a Futurama podcast? <laughs> sure. There there needs to be more podcasts in the world. Far more. pop culture related <laughs> things, especially adult animation. Yeah. Um, so let me look through this clip list because there are still so many good summer moments. And listeners, let us know if there are some summer moments that we are missing from our list of some of our favorites because mm-hmm. there are many. Uh, you had mentioned Mount Splashmore earlier. Yes. And there's a lot of good stuff about Mounty Splashy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like Mount Splashmore is, I mean, that is from, as I mentioned, Brush with Greatness season two. So I think that that's pretty much like the first time of can we have this can we have this can we have this from bart and lisa mm-hmm. uh, we see of course later with itchy and scratchy land and we see of course later with um duff gardens um you know what actually on that note um and we could fill a whole episode about this topic but i just wanted to touch on it briefly because i mentioned it up top theme parks yes. are a big part of summer that is true and um you know i I'm from Los Angeles with Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm and Universal. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to me that there are a lot of theme parks outside of California that are only open seasonally. Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, you'll get... Uh, let's say Hershey Park in Pennsylvania is open seasonally. Dollywood is open seasonally, even though they do stretch it into the uh, winter months. I did go to Dollywood in November, but I will also say um, that it was so cold in Tennessee at that time that of uh, many, many, many outdoor roller coasters and rides were shut down because it was too cold to operate them. Wow, which is a thing that I didn't know existed. I didn't think about that, um, but uh, yeah, I feel like you know there have been many articles online written about how the Simpsons are all like like very, you know, cheeky when it comes to theme parks and our secret theme park nerds. Um, But we do get some really good ones, especially in like the early, you know, first 10 seasons of the show. As I mentioned, Mount Splashmore, uh, which is a a water park, um, Allie's favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Duff Gardens, which kind of, I mean, it's a riff on Busch Gardens, so it could very well be, um, you know, in the way that Busch Gardens is kind of like a sea world, but with roller coasters kind of thing. So there's like, um, you know, uh, water elements there. But I think the best, we got to hand it to Itchy and Scratchy Land is just... I think the pinnacle of the best of the best Simpsons theme park stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite theme park? My favorite theme park would 
have to just be Disneyland. Yeah. It's just so magical. The one I go to the most is Universal Studios, where mm-hmm. we get Springfield uh, and Harry Potter, my two greatest loves. Yeah. Um, but the one, the Universal Studios in Florida is phenomenal and oh my i want to die there it and is, i probably will <laughs> yeah yeah i because they don't uh they're not detail oriented um i i agree i think that i mean disneyland is always going to be my favorite because it is you know my home park and it also is the og for all of the disney parks so of course you have to give it that respect and i've heard a lot of the argument of you know like disney world is bigger disney world has you know more of a dynamic experience you can spend a whole week there blah 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 but that's apples and oranges to me i feel like disney world is disney world like why are you comparing it to disneyland um disneyland set set the game and i think it the his historic element to it of that these attractions were the first of their kind have since been replicated many times over through all the disney parks but the first of their kind feels really special absolutely just like i often will like the first movie in a franchise the best even if it's not necessarily the most exciting of the movies because yeah. it's the one that started it all it's one, i can love a good origin story and we know i'm talking about harry potter yeah. <laughs> that first movie is just okay but i love it more than any other movie ever it's nice but yeah i want to touch also on uh if you ever get a chance listeners to go uh out orlando way which i'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast you're a big simpsons nerd you're probably a theme park nerd too you've probably been to orlando maybe you live in orlando um and so you know that the universe Orlando out there is is amazing. The one out here pales in comparison because it's partly true. because the one out here is a, a working operational studio lot, Boring. so they kind of lead with that. <laughs> um, but I love they have more land in Orlando. They give less fucks in Orlando, mm-hmm. or I guess more because um, a lot of their attractions uh, take it to turbo, as Ooh. they say. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just a lot of uh, world building out there that's really cool, and I think Islands of adventure is one of the best parks and there there's rumors they're gonna get a fourth gate wow on top of um the third gate they're calling the volcano bay which is a water park i don't necessarily count it but the fourth gate is allegedly going to be super nintendo world wow so that's my quick theme park minute that's amazing for y'all um were there any theme park clips you wanted to play or were we just going to reminisce um, I want to play a clip from Itchy and Scratchy Land, and this is, um, you know, something that's very relatable for anyone that's been to a theme park um, when you're first... Ah! <laughs> and this is uh, a moment that's very relatable to anyone that's been to a theme park uh, when you're first um, sitting down for a themed meal and you're like so excited and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, I just love it. And it's also a really great Marge moment, so let's listen to it now. Oh, I see. All right. Mm, I'll have the baby guts. Lady, you disgust me. Ugh. Mom, that's feel. You sure she'll have fun here? Oh, of course. Babies love the ballroom. So that's Maggie falling down, um in the ball pit but i also want to play really quick another part of the clip where um you know of course every disney park and really every theme park now has a a bullshit parade so i want to play a little bit of their bullshit parade it's the 12 noon robot parade hurry up or we'll have to wait for the 1205 parade So much like my dreams, it's scary. Oh, look at that cute little baby axe. It's cute, but I'm sure it's very sharp and probably dirty. <laughs> dirty, maybe. Dangerous, hardly. These are the latest state-of-the-art animatronic robots. They have sensors that ensure they only attack each other, never the guests. <laughs> Thank you. 
And of course, at the end of that clip, we get uh, a fun Terminator moment where we go into uh, what the robot sees, the robot Itchy, and how he, he turns to scratchy and it says uh identify scratchy kill kill identify human he turns to homer do not harm or whatever i love it let's take another break yeah and you know what guys you do you this time yeah no you don't prompt. need a, you don't need an assignment because <laughs> it's summer and there's no homework there's over no summer homework. you're not gonna read that book that they encouraged <laughs> you to read that you know is bullshit all right everyone let us know what book you had to read over the summer okay. that you actually liked Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. And we're back. We're back. Is there a book that you... Do you have memories of reading your... Doing your summer reading while on a vacation? Because I have many yeah. memories of I'm that. A big, I'm a big reader, bookworm lady. Yes. Um, and Bookworm off, lady. Bookworm lady. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that like I would get, I think, a $5 a week allowance um, to do my chores and would spend every penny of that at the Barnes & Noble, which we actually had our own book event at. That that one in yeah. Burbank. Um, that was my Barnes and Noble, but I would run, not walk um, to go and get another um, book in a, you know, chapter book series that I really liked. And it was usually about a girl who was a magic bitch for some reason. <laughs> um, my favorite genre. She see thinks that she's a normal girl and then whoops, she's a magic bitch. Um, and she has to deal with that because uh, women have no autonomy. So if she decided that she was important on her own, that would be too much. Would yes. threaten the man. Um, I have a paper I could write about this I elsewhere. Think you <laughs> but yeah, um, I was I was always a big reader. So I'd have my own personal stuff. And then I would have the assigned ones. And of course, I would like not be as enthused to read the assigned ones. But I definitely would like bring a stack of books with me. And it would be like unseemly like I couldn't pack them in my bag, but I would try and make them fit. Of what course. about you? Yeah, I mean, I remember reading like Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn over one particular break and it's it's weird to read on vacation just because you're around vacation things but then you have to read and yeah. it's kind of cool because you stand out but it's also like I would rather be reading spark notes so I could go <laughs> climb that rock <laughs> yeah no I feel the same way and you know, to be frank, uh, when it comes to planning like adult vacations now as an adult lady, which I am, um, don't believe what people have told you. I get really antsy when the premise of going to a beach vacation and just like relaxing on a beach is presented to me. I get really like, oh, but then why did we travel all exactly. the way out here? Maybe because I grew up near the beach kind of, um, or at least have access to the beach. So I don't really see the point of it. And it's another reason why I try to not see movies in movie theaters on vacation because mm -hmm. it just feels like a waste. Do that anywhere. You could do that anywhere unless you are on like the last day. We did this when we went to Costa Rica, like the last day of a vacation and you're stranded in some like airport city and you don't know what to do. So you go to Walmart and you go to Subway <laughs> and you go to Denny's and you go see Bridge of Spies in Spanish and you have it? the best time. Bueno. <laughs> it was bueno. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I get really itchy when it comes to stuff like that though i i will say also when you are a kid and you have a book assignment truly you're looking for anything that makes you stand out and feel special so mm -hmm. that was something that i felt like really would you know instantly separate me from the pack especially if it was like a nice thick book Ooh. when those harry potters came out i was like icc yeah yeah i yeah i picked up i got my sixth book on 
the night it came out in Vegas. My family, mm. I had um, some family friends getting married and I was a little kid. I would have been, I guess, like 12 when that came out. I would have been like 13 or something when that came out. And I was ecstatic because it meant that like I would get to get the book in a different city, which was very cool. But yeah. it made me love Vegas, even though it has nothing to do with <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> do you love Vegas now still to this day? No. No. <laughs> I, I do actually. Yes, I do. But I hate cigarette smoke. So it kind of... It's, it's hard. It's difficult to navigate. If I had a lot of money and was in mm-hmm. a great place, I think Vegas is the best. If but- you can like tag along to somebody else's vacation and one of the people in that somebody else's group, usually a mom or a dad, is a gambling addict mm-hmm. and they have like a bunch of credit at a hotel, Oh, I yeah. highly recommend that. <laughs> you know, I, I would say, and we don't have a clip for this prepared, but I would say that that the Burns Casino feels very yeah. summery to me yeah. too because I also attribute that type of traveling and mm-hmm. um, casino lifestyle to be a summer getaway. I agree. It also feels very Atlantic City, which is on the boardwalk, which is very summer to yeah. be at the beach. Something that I think is summer is Bart versus Australia, the episode in total. You're right. Australia and America obviously have different seasons. Uh, they're they're the opposite from one another, being on different sides of the globe. Mm-hmm. But we're going to call this a summer episode. I wanted to play just a clip that I love because it's, it's, there's a man in a body of water and it is quite delightful. Oh, oh, that's it. I'm going to report this to me member of parliament. Hey, Gus, I got something to report to you. That's a bloody outrage it is. I want to take this all the way to the prime minister. Hey, Mr. Prime Minister. Andy! Hi, mate. What's a good word? <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of something that we've discussed in our free time that we both quite enjoy. Of course, I'm talking about the Australian reality show Instant Hotel. Do we dare talk to the listeners about Instant Hotel? <laughs> I think we should. Um, yeah, well, to go back to the clip really quick um what i really love about specifically how they're making fun of australians is just like how you know folksy and you know how even though it's a huge um continent that you know there are people it's like very unrefined in a lot of ways so i'm going to talk to my member of parliament he's right outside his door the prime minister is (laughs) tubing drinking a fosters you know all of these like really terrible stereotypes of um what americans think australians are like and um it reminds me of course of instant hotel because it is an australian reality show and if you're not watching it on netflix run don't walk go and get <laughs> in front of it and watch it. it is one of the best reality shows i've ever seen basically the premise is that it is airbnb the reality show though it is not sponsored by airbnb and uh they call it instant hotels when you basically rent out your house and it's a competition where everybody there's like pairings of people usually couples but sometimes you get like a mother and a son um, and they're so sweet and they are all reviewing. They're staying at the instant hotel and they're reviewing and they're fucking cutthroat and it's amazing. And some of like truly the greatest villains of our time can be surfaced in instant hotel. And I, I can't enjoy it more. Uh, the, we did mention this couple already, but I would love to play uh, the hot man because that is to me, summer in a nutshell uh of course his circumstances aren't one that we will all experience but his <laughs> his temperature is one that we are we all relate to i gotta say so uh when i was in costa rica with mike a couple years ago um that is a very toasty climate mm-hmm. and i couldn't do anything i felt like it just was a punishing heat that mm-hmm. lingers and just sticks to you and you know i i couldn't stop thinking about this particular guy um this is from uh the episode i believe crusty gets canceled mm-hmm. and it was a john swartzwelder moment um so thank you john thank for you, john. bringing this to us <laughs> oh i'm sorry I can't divulge information about that customer's secret illegal account. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have said it was a customer. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have said it was a secret. Oh, crap. I certainly shouldn't have said it was illegal. Ah, it's too hot today. 
(laughs) (laughs) I love it. I feel like it's too hot today. Even though it hasn't become a full meme, I feel like it's very memeable. Yeah, everybody, let's do our part in making the world a better place by (laughs) saying it's too hot today when we we do something wrong. Or, yeah, like when you want to get into a back and forth shouting match on Twitter about some sort of political candidate that you don't agree with, um, you can just go, ooh, it's too hot. Today. too hot today yeah here's another one that's like not simpsons related but a meme that i want to get spread in um when you disagree with someone or if we're talking about political figures and maybe their policy is not something um that you are particularly on board for you can mm-hmm. say referencing the movie pop star um well i just had different things in my jeep <laughs> i just i couldn't get with it i different of course that's referencing the things in my jeep song which if you haven't seen pop star you gotta you gotta um julia are there any other summer moments that you wanted to share um i want to say so we talk a lot about how the simpsons introduced movie references to us and um in this case a musician slash song that i watched and and very much enjoyed out of context but then i think about this moment you know even though i'm not in school but like the moment the life starts to feel like summer i think about uh this this moment in particular well children it's the last day of school yay here are your grades Mrs. Krabappel, if I don't get a C average, my dad won't let me go to Camp Krusty. Well, it isn't fair to the other children, but all right. Much obliged, dog. <laughs> oh, Bart Simpson, I'm going to miss you. Attention, everyone. This is Principal Skinner. I trust you all remembered to bring in your implements of destruction. <laughs> Yeah, just Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Such a classic. Yeah, I think about that moment and I think about the movie Heavyweights. has a really Mm -hmm. great um, opening of like summer's done. I mean, school's done. Summer's here uh, moment. Of course, we later learned this from the Camp Krusty episode. Um, It was a fantasy. They're not actually destroying the school, whatever. Um, And that it's actually the beginning of the day and uh, Bart has to suffer through a whole uh, day of school. But um, the spirit is there. Absolutely. I wish I was still in school to have that school's out for summer (sighs) feeling. I'm a freelancer and I (laughs) don't get even you know cognitive days of the week sure yeah yeah um there's so many good summer moments in the simpsons um i have loved all of these one uh one thing that we could have played but that i don't have a clip for um is is just the episode cape fear Mm, um classic classic it of course is so summery but them on the water um when uh, Saito Bob is singing feels very, very summery to me. And um, I just think that to me, it is the most summery show other than maybe the Wonder Years, mm-hmm. um, which, of mm-hmm. course, has the frosty yeah. uh, ice cream guy and, you know, just so many and great. Pete, and Pete was a big summer show. That's actually what I meant. That is so funny. <laughs> I was I said like, frosty. Wow, they had a frosty guy. That's too? so funny. The I mean, Wonder Years episode, as well. The Wonder Years as well. Uh, that episode so of, funny. of Pete and Pete when they're looking for the ice cream man. One is of the best episodes of, the best. of television. Also, something that always sticks in my mind with Pete and Pete is um, the episode when uh, little Pete goes toe to toe with the inspector. Yes. And, you know, tries to basically out inspect him and, and ch- challenge him and being the best inspector ever. And and then it culminates, not to spoil, but it culminates where they're eating ribs and, um, you know, he's like eating it so properly and he doesn't get a speck of, um, you know, sauce on his uniform. And then little Pete uh, stands up and goes, well, you know, like you, you did it wrong because in order to eat ribs properly, you got to make a mess. And yep. it's this very like cartoony, like, no, 
moment. I love that show. And then doesn't he do it and then he enjoys it more? He I does like enjoy it more. I love that mm-hmm. show. That yes. show had such a great heart beating at its core. And it, I think apart from The Simpsons, if we're talking about live action um, shows of that era, really encapsulated that summer feeling in a really great way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that spirit in a show is not something that we often see no. for whatever reason. Because it's impossible to pull off. And then you have yeah. to you have to be very genuine and genuinely mean it. If you want to listen to our episode of the Simon Ore um, of the podcast, um, he does a really good job explaining that Pete and Pete magic. And we had yeah. a really fun conversation about that then. That show is so good. Yeah. This show is so good. Um, were there any other clips before we... Um, the other clips, I think, so I got, um, Camp Krusty is great. Something that I just want to mention, we don't have to uh, watch the clip, but, um, in my research for this episode, I forgot and was reminded that Lisa's wedding is a, a summer episode too, Aww. because it starts, and it's one of the best episodes of all time. It starts at the Renaissance Fair during the summer. Oh, so I love that. Um, it, I have the basically lunch lady Doris um, is at the Renaissance Fair with um, the pig on a spit, and, <laughs> and Homer is um, watching him and yawn meat tis sweet as summer's wafting breeze, and then Homer asks. <laughs> Can I have some? And then also, I guess part of the flashback of Lisa when she's in college during Lisa's wedding is that it is kind of a summer break too. So yeah, so yeah, that's got that summer feeling to it as I well. It. Um, I also want to say we mentioned Bard of Darkness. Um, there's something that is very summer and relatable about um, how Bart's fate ends up in this, where he gets uh, a broken foot after they get a pool and um, has to be uh, relegated to his bedroom and watching TV the entire time and getting bored. I feel like that. That's a very summer thing, too, especially when you're a young kid. Yes. You catch up on the Golden Girls. You catch <laughs> up on whatever. Um, each day is is a new opportunity to laze about. Absolutely. Um, so I feel like that's good. And then I also will say, even though this is technically a spring break episode, but I would be remiss in not mentioning Bart on the Road. That mm. is a very, you know, fun, uh, not summer, but it's it's got the spirit of summer in it and that they go on a road trip. And yeah. it's got that kind of, you know, like anything can happen kind of vibe to it. Um, and then I have a clip that I would like to close out this episode with. You got it. And um, listeners may be anticipating this because we have been talking about this episode. It is part of Bart of Darkness, but it is one of the greatest endings to an episode uh, of The Simpsons of any episode of TV of all time, um, because it is at both times this nice sort of poetic moment to end on. Um, but then it's also uh, very absurdly left field with mm-hmm. the logic of the episode. And that is what I love about The Simpsons. And that is what, you know, keeps me coming back that they are so confident in what they want to do. So here we go. Here is Martin singing yeah. Summer Wind. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. I love that. Yeah. Well, everybody, we hope you're having a great summer so far. Uh, Or if you're listening to this in a different season, we hope that you enjoy summer when it comes to you. Mm -hmm. But don't enjoy any other season. (laughs) All you Australian listeners. Yeah, yeah. Just... (laughs) Be in the summer feeling right now. Absolutely. Um, think about winter another time. Hop in a bucket. Spray a hose on yourself. Yeah, I love, I love that bucket. <laughs> I, I, we didn't have a slip and slide or anything like that, but I oh, love those, slip and slide. those creative kid solutions. If you guys have any creative kid solutions to the um, punishing heat of summer, we want to hear about it because yep, yep, yep. everybody has their own and it's so fun. Um, so tell us that on Twitter. We are at Simpsons Pod. And Allie, where can people find you? Thank you so much for asking. You could find me at Allie Gertz on all the things. Where can people find you? Oh, thanks so much for asking. I'm at Julia Prescott on all the things. And um, Everything's Coming Up Simpsons is a production of Maximum Fun. Our show was um, edited by Jesus Ambrosio. And our senior producer is Laura Swisher. Swish. Smell you later. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.